Shalom. This is Rabbi Ben Newman. I'll be reading today for days 698 and 699 of my daily Zohar reading. Uh, this corresponds to part two of the Zohar, pages 137b and 138a. And this also uh, is going to be just in English today. Unfortunately, I didn't have time to prepare the Aramaic. Hopefully, I'll be able to do that tomorrow. Um, this is page 265 of the Pritzker edition Zohar, volume 5, translated by Professor Daniel Matt. I'm going to just jump right in. I'm starting about a sentence before the end of 137a, where I left off yesterday. And his circuit, Psalm 19.7, encircling all those holy aspects deriving, deserving, sorry, to be illumined, saturated, sparkled by him. And nothing is hidden, Psalm 19.7, no one is covered from that radiance, for he illumines, illuminates all in one entirety, every single one fittingly. When all are fulfilled and illumined by the sun, then the moon is adorned like a supernal mother, complete in fifty gates. This corresponds to what is written, Torah of Yudhe is perfect, Psalm 19.8, for she is complete on all sides in mystery of five rungs, resembling supernal mother, for those five are mystery of fifty. Footnote 215, and his circuit... Yisod encircles and illumines all the lower sfirot and all the aspects of Shekhinah. Footnote 216, when all are fulfilled, then Shekhinah, the moon, is adorned like Binah, the Divine Mother. Shekhinah is symbolized by oral Torah, which is now complete or perfect. On the fifty gates of Binah, see the statement attributed to Rav and Shmuel, Babylonian Talmud Rosh Hashanah 21b, Nidarim 38a, quote, Fifty gates of Binah understanding were created in the world, and all were given to Moses except for one. The expression five rungs apparently refers to the five sfirot whose light is conveyed through Yisod to Shekhinah, namely Chesed, Gvura, Tiferet, Netzach, and Hod. Back to the text. Therefore she comes in sentences of five words each in order to be complete. Torat Yudhevavhe Tmina Tmima Mashivat Nafesh Torah of Yudhevavhe is perfect, restoring the soul. Psalm nineteen eight five Edut Yudhevavhe Neemana Machkimat Peti The decree of Yudhevavhe is trustworthy, making the simple wise Psalm nineteen eight five Pekude Yesharim Misamche Lev The precepts of Yudevavhe are just delighting the heart Psalm nineteen nine five Mitzvat the command of Yudevavhe is lucid, enlightening the eyes Psalm nineteen nine uh, five again. Yirat Adonai, Yirat Yudevave Techoa, Omedet Laad, the odd of Yudevave is pure, enduring forever. And that's the same Psalm 19, 10, that's also five, five words. 
Mishpatei Yudei Vavhe Emet Tzadeku Yachdav The judgments of Yudei Vavhe are true, altogether just. Psalm 19.10 Again, 5. All of them appear in five words, each composed on the pattern of supernal mother. Footnote 217. The following verses of the psalm contain six versets of five Hebrew, word, Hebrew words each. The subjects of these versets are either Torah or synonymous terms or Ah, both pertaining to Shekhinah. The various fives allude to the fifty gates of Binah, whom Shekhinah resembles. Back to the text. Therefore, Yudhevavhe, Yudhevavhe, six times, corresponding to six supernal aspects, mystery of a supernal name. So the moon becomes full, fittingly complete in sublime arrangement. This happens on Sabbath day when all is completed fittingly in the mystery of Sabbath, above and below. Footnote 218. Yudhevavhe, Yudhevavhe, six times. These six versets each contain the name Yudhevavhe, alluding to the six Svirot from Chesed through Yesod, all of which fulfill Shrinah on Sabbath. Her fulfillment is celebrated with this psalm chanted on Sabbath morning. A Sabbath above and below refers to the masculine aspect of Sabbath represented by Yesod and the feminine aspect represented by Shekhinah. Alternatively, Shekhinah above, Sabbath above refers to Binah. On the various aspects of Sabbath, see below, note 229. Back to the text. Consequently, on this day, radiance increases everywhere, as we have said. The heavens first receive from the source of life, and they illumine and adorn supernal glory from the mystery of supernal Sefer, book, father of all, and from the mystery of Sefar, counting, supernal mother, while he, derive, while he derives from the mystery of Sipur, story. Hence, Misaprim declare, as we have said, in the mystery of these three names, which reign on Sabbath day, over all other days. Footnote 219. Radiance increases everywhere. On Sabbath, Tiferet, the heavens, receives the flow of emanation from Chochmah, the source of life, and he illumines Shekhinah, glory. The three terms, these, the three terms or names, Sefer, book, Sfar, counting, and Sipur, story, appear at the beginning of Sefer Yetzirah, though their exact vocalization is uncertain. Here they allude respectively to Chochmah, known as Father, Binah, known as Mother, and apparently the mysterious Sfira Da'at, knowledge, who harmonizes Chochmah and Binah. The subject of he derives from the mystery is Tiferet, the heavens, who is linked with Da'at. Back to the text. Therefore David uttered this praise through the Holy Spirit for the radiance, scintillation, and dominion of Sabbath day over all other days by virtue of the mystery of the supernal name shining in radiance, sparkling in scintillation, completed in perfection above and below. Footnote 220, he composed this psalm inspired by the Holy Spirit. The supernal name refers to Yudevavhe, which is completed in the Sefirot above, extending through Yesod and in Shrinah, or alternatively in the Sefirot above and in the worlds below. Back to the text. So Torah Yudevavhe is perfect. Psalm 19.8, Sabbath of Sabbath Eve in one mystery, as we have said. The companions ordain the opening praise of those praises of David with this mystery. The heavens... 
Psalm 19.2, for he receives first and illumines all the rest. Afterward, that issue, that river issuing from Eden, and and this is the mystery of rejoice, O righteous, in Yudhevavhe. Psalm thirty three one. For this river gathers and conveys all from the mystery of the heavens and supernal mystery, and from the source of life, all fittingly on this day, and the sun prepares to shine fittingly on this day. Footnote two twenty one. Torah Yudhevavhe is perfect. Sabbath of Sabbath Eve. Torah. Specifically, oral Torah symbolizes Shekhinah, who is identified with Sabbath Eve. Appropriately, the first psalm of Sabbath morning is Psalm 19, which describes how Tiferet, the heavens, illumines Shekhinah. Through her, all worlds below are bathed in light. Next comes Psalm Next comes Psalm 33, which opens by addressing the righteous, alluding to Yesod, known as Righteous One. He is the river, conveying the entire flow and the sun, shining upon Shekhinah. Back to the text. Afterward, the moon who separates from the other side on this day to be illumined by the sun. This is for David when he altered his sense before Abimelech, and he banished him and he went away. Psalm 34 1. After separating from him, she united with the sun. So this praise is in 22 letters infused by the sun into the moon. This praise includes separation of the moon from the other side and praise of 22 letters in the radiance of the sun. Footnote 22, afterward the moon. The next Sabbath morning psalm in the Sephardic liturgy is Psalm 34, an alphabetical acrostic, except with that no verse begins with the letter Vav, and at the end an additional verse appears beginning with the letter Pei. The psalm opens for David when he altered his good sense or feigned madness before Abimelech, and he banished him, and he went away. This superscription refers to the incident related in 1 Samuel 21, 11 through 16, where David flees from Saul and seeks refuge with the Philistine king of Gath, Achish. When David is recognized as the one who defeated the Philistines in battle and slew Goliath, who came from Gath, he feigns madness and is expelled by the king. Here in Psalms, the king is referred to as Abimelech rather than Achish. Rabbi Shimon interprets the first verse as referring to Shekhinah or Malchut, kingdom symbolized by King David in the moon. When he altered his sense, alludes to Shekhinah's Sabbath transformation when she separates herself from the demonic force that threatens her during the week, represented here by the alien king Abimelech. Apparently, Rabbi Shimon reverses the antecedents of the pronouns in the conclusion of the sentence. He banished him and he went away. Now means that Shekhinah, King David, banishes the other side, Abimelech, who flees. Once she is safe from the demonic power, Shekhinah unites with Yesod, the sun, who infuses her with the energy of the 22 letters of this acrostic psalm. Back to the text. Afterward, union and ascension of Matronita with her husband, and this is a prayer of Moses, man of Elohim. Psalm 91, union and cleaving of woman with her husband, spreading right and left arms to receive her, to be as one in a single bond, to be one in one mystery. All the heavens declare, Psalm 19.2, and array. From here on, other praises of joy and complete desire, but these are supernal enhancement, 
in the mystery of the holy name fittingly these praises were ordained in the arrangement of sabbath for he ascends adorned fittingly with his crowns and they ascend in the mystery of the holy name to be one in the mystery of the glory of god that the heavens declare and luster as we have said Footnote 224, all these adornments of Shekhinah are conveyed by Tiferet, the heavens, and celebrated in Psalm 19. The mystery of the Holy Name refers to Yudei Vavhe, which symbolizes the totality and unity of the Sefirot. Tiferet ascends together with Shekhinah, and the divine couple is united. Back to the text. A psalm, sing to Yudei Vavhe a new song, Psalm 19. 98.1, we have already established this praise, but although we have aroused its meaning, the arousal aroused by the companions is surely fine. Now we're on page 138a. When these m- milch cows conveyed the ark, they aroused with this praise, as is said, the cows sang on the way. 1 Samuel 6.12, what song did they sing? A psalm. Sing to Yudevave a new song, for he has done wonders. Psalm 98.1 This mystery corresponds to the pattern above. When those chayot carry the throne, raising it above, they utter this praise. Now you might say, why is it written here new, since they constantly utter this praise? Well, it certainly is new, being called so because of the renewal of the moon, when illumined by the sun, then it is new, and this is a new song. His right hand and his holy arm have won him a victory. Psalm 98.1, arousal of right and left to receive her. This praise they utter as they carry. The ark ascending to Beit Shemesh, house of the sun, just as the wagons went up to Beit Shemesh, all amounting to one mystery. And since ascension of the throne rising above occurs on Sabbath, the arrangement of this praise is on Sabbath. All of these praises form an array of Sabbath for the unique nation of the world to praise him. Footnote 227, his right hand and his holy arm, alluding to Chesed and Gura, who embraced Shekhinah, just as the cows and wagons transporting the ark went straight to Beit Shemesh, which literally means house of the sun. So on every Sabbath, the Chayot carry Shekhinah, symbolized by ark and throne to her partner, the divine sun, Appropriately on Sabbath, this psalm is also chanted by Israel below. Back to the text. A psalm, a song for the Sabbath day, Psalm 92.1. This praise was uttered by Adam when he was banished from the Garden of Eden, and Sabbath came and defended him as the companions have established. This praise is offered by the lower world to the upper world, a day that is entirely Sabbath, the king who possesses peace. This is a psalm, a song, with no mention of who uttered it, as we have established. Footnote 228, also recited on Sabbath morning, according to rabbinic tradition, the Sabbath day itself defended Adam after he sinned on Friday afternoon. See Pirkei de Rabbi Eliezer 19, amended slightly according to Yalkut Shimoni, quote, The Sabbath day arrived and became Adam's advocate, saying before him, Master of all worlds, during the six days of creation, no creature in the world has been killed, and you will begin with me, i.e. by executing Adam on Sabbath. Is this my sanctity? Is this my blessing? 
As is said, God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Genesis 2.3 By the merit of the Sabbath day, Adam was saved from the judgment of hell. When Adam saw the power of Sabbath, he said, Not for nothing did the Blessed Holy One bless Sabbath and sanctify it. He began to sing and chant to the Sabbath day, as is said, A psalm, a song for the Sabbath day. Psalm 92 again. Here, Rabbi Shimon indicates that Shekhinah herself, the lower world, sings this psalm to the Sabbath day, namely to the upper world, which signifies the male realm extending downward from Chochmah and Binah and entering and centering on Tiferet. The upper world is entirely Sabbath, entirely tranquil. This realm is described as, quote, the king who possesses peace, unquote, that is, who possesses Yesod, known as peace. In rabbinic literature, the world that is coming is described as, quote, a day that is entirely Sabbath, unquote. In Kabbalah, quote, the world that is coming, unquote, often alludes to Binah. Back to the text. For the Sabbath day, supernal day, supernal Sabbath, this is Sabbath and that is Sabbath. What is the difference between them? Well, Sabbath unspecified is Sabbath of Sabbath Eve. The Sabbath day is Sabbath above. This is day, and that is night. V'shamru v'nei Yisrael, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath. Exodus 31.16, night, mystery of female. Zachor, remember the Sabbath day. Exodus 28, day, mystery of Dechura, male. Therefore a psalm, a song to the Sabbath day. Footnote 229, generally the Zohar identifies three spherotic aspects of Sabbath, Binah, Yesod, Tiferet, and Shekhinah. Here, Rabbi Shimon focuses on Sabbath Eve, symbolizing the female Shekhinah, who is identified with night, and Sabbath Day, symbolizing the male, specifically Tiferet or Yesod, identified with day. The word Sabbath by itself, without further qualification, indicates Sabbath Eve, Shekhinah, as in the verse, Vishamru v'nei Yisrael, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath, according to Kabbalah, the verb, Shin Mem Reish to keep pertains to the female, as in the version of the Ten Commandments in Deuteronomy five twelve, Shamur keep the Sabbath day to hallow it. In contrast to the version in Exodus, Zachor remember the Sabbath day to hallow it, where Zachor suge- suggests Zachar Aramaic Dechura male. Back to the text, we have found in various places that the lower world does not attain a name appearing anonymously as here, for example, to Moses he said, Go up to Yudevave, Exodus 24.1. He called to Moses, Leviticus 1.1, all with the name concealed, unattained, simply because a high rung appears, and in relation to the high rung she does not attain a name. The light of a lamp does not emerge during the day in sunlight, so she attains no name. All these are praises of Sabbath, who transcends all other days. Nishmat kol chai, the soul of all living. The companions have aroused words of truth, but we should call attention to this soul who flies from life of the worlds, since she belongs to him from whom all blessings flow and in whom they inhere, who saturates and blesses below. This soul issuing from him has permission to bless this place. Thus souls fly from the living one as Sabbath enters. Those souls who are actual blessings bless this place called name from below, while the place from 
which they emerge blesses her above, so this name receives blessings from below and from above, embraced on all sides. Footnote 231, this prayer is recited on Sabbath morning following the various psalms. It begins, the soul of Kolchai, everything that lives or every living being shall bless your name. Shall bless your name, Yudevav Air God. Here Kol Chai alludes to Yesod, who is known as Cheha Olamim, life of the worlds. He is the source of blessing and of souls who fly from him to his partner Shrina and then to the worlds below. Rabbi Shimon focuses on this soul, namely the additional Sabbath soul who flies forth as Sabbath begins and enters the bodies of those welcoming Sabbath on earth. This soul has permission to bless Shekhinah, this place, who is also known as the divine name. Thus, the opening line of this prayer now means, quote, The additional soul of all living, i.e. issuing from Yisod, shall bless your name, i.e. Shekhinah. While this soul blesses Shekhinah from below, Yisod blesses her from above. Back to the text. On weekdays, she receives blessings from other souls who bless her from below. On Sabbath day, she receives blessings from those supernal souls who bless her with 45 words, equivalent to ma, mem, he, what, as we have established in the mystery of ma, what, and in the mystery of me, who, one being the upper world and the other the lower world, thus from if your mouth were filled with song until in the past another praise amounts to fifty words, although nothing there is susceptible to counting, the sum amounts to the mystery of me, mem yud, who, who, from there another praise amounts to the sum of one hundred words, consummation of all, and one chariot upon which it settles, consummation. Footnote 232. During the week, Shekhinah receives blessings from the normal soul while on Sabbath. She is blessed by the additional soul through the first 45 words of the prayer Nishmat Kol Chai from Nishmat through Anach Numodim. We give thanks. This number is equivalent to the numerical value of the word Ma, what, which designates Shekhinah, the lower world. The following 50 words of Nishmat from Ve'ilufinu, if our mouth to Milefanim in the past correspond to the word mi who, whose numerical value is fifty and which designates bina the upper world often associated with the number fifty. The clause although there is nothing there is susceptible to count although nothing there is susceptible to counting refers to the fact that the sublime realm of bina transcends counting as opposed to the realm of shechina which is characterized by counting. There are various versions of the long prayer Nishmat Kolchai for one version that contains precisely 45, 50, and 100 words up to ve, up to ve Toshia, and you deliver Simeir ibn Gabai Tola'at Yaakov 26. However, even this version does not exactly match the presentation here since ibn Gabai counts Milifanim in the past as the first of the final 100 words, whereas Rabbi Shimon counts it as the last word of the middle group of 50 words. That's it for today's reading. Take care.